Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Game Changers Devotional. We are certainly glad to have you on the call this morning. We don't think anybody shows up on this call by accident. And I uh, want to remind you that uh, if you have somebody you'd like to invite to this call, feel free to get the call-in number to them, either by just forwarding uh, the text that you may receive or the number where you've called in. If you've got a saved phone and you've got a smartphone, just uh, go ahead and, and uh, forward that out uh, to somebody and share that, that contact with them. Uh, one last thing, we are on Spotify, we're on Google Play, and there's several other things we're on um, where that you can go in and uh, type in Game Changers Devotional, and uh, you should be able to pull up uh, our devotional uh, on Spotify or, game, um, or Google Play. And uh, all the um, past devotionals we have that we were able to get recorded, uh, we have well over 100 of those that are on Spotify and uh, Google Play, and uh, I'll try to, I keep saying I'll send out a link to where you can get to those, and I just need to make an effort to do that this week. This morning, we're excited to have Brock Nix leading our devotional, and I'll turn it over to Brock now. Thanks, Michael. Look forward to talking with you guys today. Um, the title of what I'm going to talk about is called Sharing Your Faith. Uh, some people just heard that title and got a little nervous. I know I might try to scare anyone off, but I thought it was not only good for me to talk about it, but it's also good for me to hear and to remind myself about this as well. Because it feels like right now is a great time, as any time, to be sharing Jesus with people. But I feel like people are more receptive now than probably ever before that I can remember in my 45 years um, but it's like I said, it's time for a great harvest. The harvest, the harvest is plentiful, and uh, you know we got to be willing to share. So I just want to start with prayer and uh, get into it. Lord, we just thank you for allowing us to come here on this call and talk about you and be able to live somewhere where we can do that. Lord, we just ask that you just, uh, just your message fall on ears, and if there's something I say that's not of you, that it they, nobody remembers it, Lord, if they just take in what you want them to hear, and it plant it in their heart. Thank you for giving us this time. In Jesus' name, amen. In First Peter 3, 15 through 17, and I'm, I'm doing the Passion Translation. Most of you probably have heard this before, but give reverent honor in your hearts to the Anointed One, and treat him as the holy master of your lives. And if you ask, and if anyone asks about the hope living within you, always be ready to explain your faith with gentleness and respect. Maintain a clean conscience so that you, so that those who slander you for living a pure life in Christ will have to lie about you and will be ashamed because of their slander. For it is better to suffer for doing good if it's in God's plan, than for doing evil. That's a pretty common verse a lot of people have heard before. And so in, in reading that, I have a question for everyone. Are you ready and willing to share your faith with someone if you meet someone today that the Lord prompts you to do so? Now, now look, I'm not saying you have to have a 30-minute sermon ready at any given moment, but you do need to think about it and be prepared to give an answer to somebody if they do ask or if you feel the Lord puts it on you to bring it up. And it can be just as easy as sharing what God has done in your life, and most of the time that's one of the best ways to share with someone. Um, that way you're talking about yourself and what he's done for you. 
So I'm going to just share a quick little story about a time uh, God used in my life to share Christ with someone. And I'm not telling this to try to put me up. I just thought of a real-life example of something that's kind of came up through conversation that I thought was a good example to kind of show how sometimes the Lord works. Um, but this this started in my gym where I met a young man. I'm going to call him Brian for this call. He I live in Auburn, Alabama, so it's, it, I live where the university is. So I've got a lot of college kids. So this guy's in graduate school, and he is studying nanophysics. Yes, I said nanophysics. I can't even spell nanophysics. Seriously, I had to use spell check. <laughs> so needless to say, he is a very smart individual. Uh, we had many conversations over the past year, and through this conversation, he had told me that he was not very religious, which is, you know, when you see somebody three mornings a week, you just have all kind of conversations, and somehow I kind of brought up a few things, and he told me that. Which, when somebody normally tells me they're not very religious, that usually is the key word used by most people that probably have never had a close relationship with Jesus, because they see they tie religion and relationship all together. But I digress on that. But one day, Brian told me that he had two roommates, and they all lived in a two-bedroom home. This meant he got to sleep on the floor in the dining room. He told me the floor was really hard, and it hurt his back. Matter of fact, he has a lot of chronic back issues. And when he told me that, right then the Lord told me I need to buy him a bed. I was thinking, so I just asked him, I said, would it be okay if I give you a bed, like something like a cot? Because I knew he didn't need like a full-size bed or something. And he said, yeah. He said, I guess you could, you know, but if you already have something, you know, he didn't really want to buy him something new. He kind of wanted something like a military cot, something that was easy to set up and take down. He just So later after I looked around and I found a nice cot easily to be easily set up and taken down, um, but I couldn't. I didn't have anything at my house used, and that's kind of what he wanted. He didn't want to put me out. But So I asked him, I said, do you feel comfortable buying you a new cot? And uh, he looked at me, and he was like, you know, I, I don't I don't know if I feel comfortable with it. And I was telling him, look, I was in college. I know how it is trying to scrape by, you know, it's, it's tough. I said, my wife and I would love to buy you a bed. And he agreed. Once once the bed arrived, I put it in the trunk of my car, and I couldn't wait to see him. And I waited until no one was around. I told him that I had something in my car. We went outside, and I put the box. The bed came in. I slipped it into his car. And he thanked me and gave me a big hug. And I, and for a moment, I almost forgot to tell him the most important part. Although giving him the bed was all well and good, I wanted him to know why I gave him the bed. I wasn't just trying to be a nice guy. You know, it's, it's easy to, to do that. So I told him that I gave him the bed because the Lord told me to, and that this bed was not for me and my wife, but from Jesus. And I wanted, and I wanted him to have the bed. This opened up great conversations. He told me a lot about experiences he'd had in his life that made it hard for him to be a believer and a lot of traumatic experiences. And I just listened to him and just really didn't say anything for probably, I don't know, it was probably a good five, ten minutes. 
and just, just agreed with him. And, you know, then when he'd finished telling me everything, I just encouraged him. And he did tell me he had a Bible, and I, and I asked him, you know, he should to start spending some time in the Word and that the Lord would talk to him, and then he could always talk to me. And um, he and he said, yeah, that sounds like something he needed to be doing. And then, and then now, he didn't accept Christ right then or there, but a seed was planted. And that's all we're called to do, because you never know if you're going to be planting seeds or reaping a harvest. We're commanded to be obedient to the Holy Spirit, and, he, and the Holy Spirit will do the rest. And I heard it said like this, we're not expected to feed 5,000, just bring the loaves and fishes. God will do the rest. So I'm going to just end with this. Let me ask you two, two questions. Can others see your hope in Christ when they see your life? And second one, are you prepared to tell them what Christ has done in your life? Lord, we just thank you so much for today. Thank you for this time with you and, and just getting to hang out with believers and just encourage one another. Lord, just, we have to just build strength and power in us that we just are searching for people, Lord, that you, you give us a word that we can go talk to them and uh, help us not to be worried or afraid that we just know we're doing what you're calling us to do. Lord, we just thank you for each person on this call and their families that you just cover them and bless them. And just we just praise your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.